This fucking metronome. Oh, yeah. Gets me every goddamn time. Yeah, one day, uh, it won't be there. I doubt it. They'll patch it out, I'm sure. I mean, maybe. It's unlikely, though. Yeah. All right. Now we're cooking with fire. We're recording. Oh. Uh, hey, guys. Welcome to How About Episode uh, 4. Has it really been 4? Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, we're talking about the thing. Oh, I'm Jared, and I'm Kevin. Sweet. Yeah, we're talking about um, John Carpenter's The Thing, which is a. Is that the full title of it, by the way? Uh, no. Okay. It is The Thing. Yeah. But it's directed by John Carpenter. Yeah. And uh, there is another movie released in 2011 by some schmuck. Yeah. But it's also called The Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, Hollywood feels the need to remake movies. I mean, that's how stories work anyway. They but. they need to make more money. Yeah. So they take a, a a property that people recognize. Yeah. And then they remake it and they do a terrible job. Yeah. And then no one goes to see the other. The yeah. One. It looked bad. I only looked at the pictures like on IMDb. Yeah. The pictures. I mean, like if you've seen any of the clips, I mean, I didn't watch it either because it's just, yeah. I mean, it didn't sound like. It had like a few interesting people like. Uh, um, it has, uh, what's his face from. Uh, Game of Thrones. Does it? Yeah, it's the red-headed wildling guy. Oh, yeah, Tormund. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, yeah. That guy. That guy yeah, I was thinking of, uh, I think he's like an Australian guy. I can't remember his name now. doesn't really matter. Yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Don't know who that is. No. Have you watched Scott Pilgrim versus the World? I have, yeah. but it was She's like... the main lady. Oh, okay. The, who changes her hair color. Was she the love interest? Yeah. Of but like the, the not Mr. great Pilgrim. love interest. Not Knives, oh, who is okay. the best. I mean, I don't remember anything about that movie okay. other than Michael Sarah being in it. It was Michael Sarah, right? Yeah. I yep. I get those him and Jesse Eisenberg confused. Oh well, yeah, I mean they're the same person. They don't look super similar, um, but they play very similar. Their characters. mannerisms are very yeah, much the same. I think that's what it is. Like nervous, skinny white guy. Yes. Exactly. Yep. All right. The Any, thing. Anyways, yeah. The back thing. Back into the thing. Back into the thing. So, um, the super great synopsis on IMDb is. Uh-huh. A research team in Antarctica is hunted by a shape-shifting alien that assumes the appearance of its victims. Yeah. Again, not a great description. Yeah, I mean... I don't I mean, know that's that they're hunted. That's technically what it is. Yeah, I don't know if I would say they're hunted by it. Um, More like infected or like... Uh, yeah, but I'd, I mean, it, it's not... Hunted is like the most basic of words that you could have used to describe yeah. infiltrates and, the group maybe yeah i mean it's sort of yeah i mean I, they're mostly mo- most of the movies them hunting the thing yeah um, i guess we should talk a little bit more so as i mentioned before is directed by john carpenter and yep. has an ensemble cast of many great yeah. actors mostly um, kurt russell and i forgot keith david's in this yeah keith david i like yep. did not recognize as, him as uh child's yeah yeah oh yeah i had a question about child's is he shown earlier than like i feel like he just pops up in the middle sort of no i didn't remember seeing him earlier he's in the beginning part um oh is he the, yeah the, hmm. I, I don't remember if you think he's outside with them when um i guess we can start with a more in-depth just like plot yeah. go over well so, okay i had another yeah. question okay have you watched any other john carpenter yes i've seen um uh escape from new york yeah okay that's yeah. it yep i have mm-hmm. not i wanted to see halloween and then i didn't uh-huh. basically we, we, we it was between it was playing at um the trilon micro cinema okay yeah and uh it was between that movie and uh nightmare on elm street mm-hmm and we decided to go see Nightmare on Elm Street instead. They're playing like the same day, just yeah. at different times. Yeah. And we only went to see. Have one you of seen them. any Halloweens? No. It's on my list of movies that I want to go see. Yeah. Um, especially since the remake came out and people didn't hate it. I'm yeah. Like, but I feel like I should at least watch the first one. Yeah. I Although guess. I think like, I think that's another series that sort of. Like how I view the Psycho series, and I've only seen Psycho, but the oh, yeah. sequels are less good. But like everyone says that there's like interesting parts in them that don't make them garbage. 
Yeah. It's, yeah, I feel like it's a part of the, um, so like I have been listening to this podcast where they talk about Friday the 13th. So mm-hmm. I just watched Friday the 13th part one and two, mm-hmm. um, which were not terrible. Part I two really was actually pretty good. I really liked part one. I didn't watch part two. Okay. Um, I think part two is yeah. better a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, and again, I'm not a horror fan, mm-hmm. and this cemented that I just like did not get into these movies. I mm-hmm. only watched it because this podcast was talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, by the way, shout out in Voorhees we trust. Mm. People should go check that out. In Voorhees we trust with Gourley and Rust. <laughs> so it rhymes a little bit. That's a, that's a but anyway, so I watched name. those two, and I realized, yeah, I just like don't the horror aspects of this stuff. I just like doesn't. I, I'm not jazzed by that. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like the Psycho sequels, uh, uh, Halloween sequels, Scream sequels, like all that stuff is for people who are really, really into mm-hmm. um, the horror genre and want to have more, which mm-hmm. is like, I don't know, like superheroes movies versus like people who don't like superhero sequels. Yeah. I mean, when you have like genre genre films like that, like genre, genre series, like it's tough to have them be significantly different from one another um and basically it sounds like from someone who has only like seen clips of of the other movies in these various franchises um what distinguishes them is like oh how can we kill people in interesting ways yeah because like you know jason Voorhees is jason Voorhees throughout this whole series except you know in part one yeah where it's it's not not it's not even him at all which is great Um, yeah it's just a very sad crazy old woman yeah uh but yeah it's just like oh look how interestingly we can kill these people yeah like the sleeping bag kill and i think that's like part four or something or five i don't know okay i don't remember yeah i don't know or like the dude who gets stabbed in the outhouse yeah i think that's in part four or five too Uh, i don't know part two people get stabbed Two people get stabbed through a bed with a spear. That was a pretty great kill. That kind of happens in part one, I thought, right? Does they, did he get stabbed in like a machine? Or... No, he gets stabbed underneath the bed. That's Kevin right. Bacon. Yep, yeah, it was Kevin Bacon. Yeah. 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 I didn't even know a, it was Kevin Bacon. So yeah, like a knife or yeah. something. Okay. We're pretty off topic, though. Yeah. Back to the thing. We're, yeah. Um, Sorry. Yeah. So it's it's Kurt Russell, um, Wilford Brimley, T.K. Carter, David Clement, Keith David, Richard Dysart. Um, and then other people that are less important. Yeah. Um, but pretty much, um, it's those characters and they are at a, at the American research, um, station in Antarctica. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the movie starts and these people are in a helicopter trying to shoot a dog. It's a very cute husky pupper. Yeah. Um, and then... They're like, well, what the hell's going on? Yeah. And the two people in the helicopter end up dying in kind of hilarious ways. Because, yep. uh. One yeah. of them drops a grenade and explodes himself in the helicopter. Yeah. Because it was like filled with kerosene or something. Yeah. Like that. And then the other one, um, is like trying to shoot this dog and the, and, and Kurt Russell and his friends are like, well, what the hell? And then so one of them, uh, kills the guy with the sniper rifle. Yeah. Um, and so they're like, well, these people were Norwegian. There's like their Norwegian base is, you know, several miles away. Let's mm-hmm. go there. Kurt Russell is a pilot. So he takes uh, the doctor guy. Yeah. Uh, and they go and examine the station, which is like burnt to shit. And there's like crazy stuff, dead people, just kind of frozen. Yeah. And then like some sort of creature that they. Well, they they find like this ice tomb. Like this ice coffin. Yeah. And like, well, what was this? That's weird. Yeah. And then they find, yeah, some weird creaturey thing. Yeah. That's like, like a morph of like it is like two human yeah, heads. Yeah. It's like two human heads all morphed together with the cheek. Yeah. And they're like, well, this seems like a good idea to bring this back to our base. Yeah. Let's do it. Also, maybe let's eat it. I don't know. No, they like, don't. They don't. Same try to eat train it. of thought to me. Yeah. Just so dumb. Um. But anyways, the dog in the beginning that was being shot at, um turns out is a monster from outer space yep oh yeah first we see a saucer (laughs) crash on earth yeah we see a a flying saucer land on earth yep and then the movie sort of starts yeah um that scene is really weird and like i I, I, why because like i mean i get it that like you want to set it up that it's because we see the spaceship later on in the film 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's kind of unnecessary almost. And like, I mean, I, I kind of wish the movie had just started with the dog. Just because been, like, I feel like it would have been more confusing. It would have been more confusing, but I think I would have. I don't know. It's just it's just like kind of a weird place to start the movie, but it kind of had to start like that because it's been in the ice for a long, long time. Yeah. I don't I know. Because I think they explain like, oh, this is a weird big flying saucery thing. It's like uh-huh. a matte painting. Um, but yeah, pretty cool matte painting. It's a yeah, it's a good matte painting. Yeah, yeah, and again, like uh, the alien body thing with the two human heads, mm-hmm. very cool effects. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that like effects the, really hold up. That's yeah, I think that's what makes this movie stand out. Um, is how good the effects were. Like it came out in '82. Yeah. Um, but the effects, like it's mostly you know puppets and animatronics, or probably not animatronics, but there's like some claymation. And there's like that yeah. matte painting, um, but the effects are still really, really good. Yeah, like you contrast that with like, like CG, like the Blade movies. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any. Okay, of well, but yeah, I mean, I know that type of CG, like right, early yeah, two like thousand, early two thousand CG, like the nineteen nineteen nineties, like yeah, you know, if we ignore the Jurassic mummy. Park, yeah, the mummy, basically anything where you cr- they created a bunch of monsters, yeah, and they look cartoonish and terrible, like this thing, yeah, the thing. Is incredible looking. Yeah, and it, also so gross. It's so incredibly gross. Um, it's very slimy and yeah. tentacly. Gross. And it sprays jism everywhere. Yep. <laughs> That's um, the worst part for me. I just don't like moist, <laughs> sticky, and wet well, monsters. Yeah. And <laughs> a great scene where Wilford Brimley is like cutting into it. Mm-hmm. He's just going like, oh! Yeah. He's, he's like... Yeah. yeah, and there were like, like real animal out. innards in there. Yeah, they're really gross and slimy and yeah. covered with nastiness. Yeah, so um, I was like, I'm not into that. <laughs> like, I respect it, and I give like major props <laughs> right. to that. I feel like very few movies now hold up in this way. Right. Yeah, I think I can't. I can't think of a movie where the effects hold up like this good. Like even yeah, this like you watch like. Movie? You watch like Lord of the Rings, um, and that had like really great effects. And yeah, those effects still like stand they're up above for the most part. Yeah, um, but certainly then, for movies made of that time. But right. today, you look at the today, and you're like, you know, those movies yeah. only came out a decade ago or whatever. Yeah, or almost two decades ago. But like, you know, they're they look yeah. much worse. Than yeah, they you know did, especially like the Olyphants and the Return yeah. of the King, or like, like uh, goofy looking now. The big thing for me was uh, in uh, Fellowship. When they leave the mines of Moria, mm-hmm. there's like a CG shot of them where they're mm-hmm. like probably just running on like plastic rocks, right. but like none of their feet are like interacting with, with what they're walking with the on in any way. Yeah, and yeah. It's like okay, here's they're very far away. Yeah, <laughs> and, so, and and then like Gollum too has that same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, which yeah. Like or like even even like a more modern movie like, um, Rogue One. Like Grand Moff Tarkin looks terrible. Yeah. I mean, CGI Grand yeah. Moff Tarkin looks like he was taken straight from like the Clone Wars animated series. Yeah, <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> no, um, no, it's not quite that bad. Uh, I, I, it was very it jarring. Been Rebels, anyway. It's more prominent in Rebels. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was just very jarring for me that experience. Yeah. But this is not jarring, and maybe because it's just so gross. But like, you know, everything that's happening, um, every every time. So the thing perfectly can imitate any creature that it assimilates. Yeah. So it basically like grabs you with its tentacles and then like kind of figures out how to copy you I exactly. Yeah. Like but it also takes you over. It doesn't create a duplicate. It does not create a duplicate, but it doesn't like but it you know, you don't it run like or, converts you. Yeah. Yeah, so like the if it like gets you, it I think what it does is it just like replaces all of your cells with its own. Yeah. Um, and leaving like a because it doesn't like disappear inside you. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't think it like I don't think it reuses your cells. I think it just like uses your cells to like create more of itself. Yeah. Sort of like if we look like there's a great ex position shot of Wilford Brimley looking at a computer. Yeah. And it like so it's just like silly. It's just like bloop bloop 
Yeah. Bloop. And how then, like, the how little, are they? What is yeah? That why do technology? they have that computer? But also, like, what is that technology? It's a great computer thing that okay. says like assimilation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like chance of one of the crew being infected yeah. is seventy five. That's the least plausible thing. I feel like is like you know those types <laughs> not, of not things the alien are... from outer space. <laughs> No, I mean, like, the thing that, like, <laughs> right, leapt yeah, out yeah. at me as didn't make sense. Because, like, I mean, I bought into the alien from right. outer space, but I didn't buy into that they have a machine specifically that can do that exact thing on this just random outpost in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's Antarctica. a scientific research station, so they have a computer. That makes sense. I, I don't suppose. know why the computer can, like, run that analysis. Yeah. The computer shouldn't be able to do that. It's 1982. But, like, I understand yeah. um, that it was either have that scene where, like, the computer is just sort of telling the audience what's going on and, like, what the stakes are. Yeah. Or you have someone kind of come up with it out of nowhere. And either way, I don't know if there's, like, a really good, like, solution to that problem. Because the audience yeah. needs to know, like, what the stakes are. Mm-hmm. Like, beyond, like, oh, our characters are in danger. Which is fine. That can be the stakes. Yeah. I guess um, I would have bought it if it was, like a real microscope and not on the computer just the computer felt goofy to me like that I mean, there was ha- like a readout that said like conversion complete or something like that or what does it say um it's like doing an analysis like like a simulation so yeah. maybe it's oh, i don't okay. know but like yeah they set up that they have like weird computer things they have like a computer box yeah, that says chess wizard, wizard. <laughs> um that kurt russell destroys <laughs> yeah <laughs> cheating bitch Kurt and Russell. then he yeah. and then he destroys it yeah, he pours his whiskey he in pours there. his whiskey in it yeah. yeah which is great so what a waste of whiskey and they have so much whiskey they do have a lot of alcohol but i mean you know they're a research station in antarctica what are they gonna do they're gonna play ping pong yeah okay so play chess wizard yeah. my point then, though is that like wouldn't that take up a lot of valuable like space and however they got there all that, know. all them uh, crates I, of whiskey no i mean not really i'm just like it's, it's fine it's silly yeah, no, I, don't, I I have no problem with that. I think the okay. the magical exposition machine is is silly, but yeah. um, how much alcohol they have, I, I that seems perfectly believable to me. Yeah, just because I don't know what else people would do up, up in Antarctica. Yeah, um, well, I mean, he destroyed their only entertainment, the chess wizard. Yeah, Kurt Russell just destroyed it. What a dickhead! For well, he lost, so you know, Saint he's just a bit of a strikes sore, again. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's not quite Snake Plissken in this movie. Um, uh, no, he's not as uh, yeah. He's, he's not, not as like nonchalant. Yeah, you know he's he kind of <laughs> gives more of a shit about what's happening around him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's good in this yeah. movie though. I mean, mm-hmm. I really like Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's fun. Don't know that I've seen a bad Kurt Russell performance. Well, Fast and the Furious. Him and those. It's pretty Which goofy. One was he in that? He's in like. Uh, Six, seven, and eight, I think. Oh yeah, he's like that. Yeah, he plays like guy or something. Yeah, or? like not the CIA. He, not he the plays FBI. like the Adam Baldwin equivalent, like Adam Baldwin. Yeah, like the Impossible. head of the Mission Impossible Force. He's yeah, the head of the Fast and Furious Force or whatever. <laughs> right, right. That's like right. special task force yeah. or some bullshit. I mean, yeah, he can phone that performance in. Yeah. That's fine with me. It's very yeah, but I mean, he just like has that like gravitas of like like he's very Harrison Forty. Yeah, yep. Weren't you saying that? Yeah, he was, he was gonna be. He was up for uh, Han Solo. Yeah, and then they went with Harrison Ford. Yep. I mean, they're similar actors at the time. That's, yeah. I, I mean, Harrison Ford is iconic in that role, so it's hard to imagine like yeah. Kurt Russell in it. Like we can take like take Snake Plissken and put him in there, and that's yeah. like that doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, oh, be pretty silly. Take, take McCready and put him yeah. in there, and that's also just doesn't really. Yeah. Yeah. This also opened anything. the thing opened the same day as Blade Runner. Yep, Blade Runner. And they were yep. both like panned and uh hated by audiences yeah Nobody and then and then loved later on when people yep. were like oh wait this movie is actually like has lots of amazing things going on yeah um, i'm surprised there wasn't a sequel ever made do you know if there was they ever tried to make a sequel to the, for thing? the thing i don't know if they ever tried i mean they'd made that prequel yeah um i mean i don't know yeah it does i think the problem is that it's not like it's not. There's not really like, any uh, space for a sequel, anyways. Like it ends pretty definitively. Well, yes and no. Like you can say it. I mean, you don't know. We don't know when the spoiler alert. The the movie ends and everyone sort of dies except for Kurt Russell and uh, Keith David. Yeah. And good of you to put a spoiler alert twenty minutes in. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So th- it's just the two of them left, and you know, when Kurt Russell is like off doing something, like Keith David kind of wanders away, and you're like, yeah. well. Where did he go? And then, you know, Kurt Russell doesn't really know if he's a thing or not. And vice versa. Keith David doesn't know if Kurt Russell is a thing. Yeah. And they're both just, like, kind of tired and, like, defeated. Yeah. Um. So, you know, one or both of them could be the thing. Yeah. Um, Their body is discovered 30 years later. Yeah. And, and then, you know, oh, the whole, the same thing happens again. How'd yeah. that happen? Ruh-roh. Uh-oh. The thing is here. Oopsie doodles. Um. Yeah. But originally, um, this was a short story. It was uh-huh. a novella written um by John W. Campbell Jr. under the pen name Don A. Stewart. Yeah. And it basically follows I mean it was written in like the thirties. Yeah, nineteen thirty eight. It was, yeah, it was kinda crazy. Yeah. Um and And it was uh, there was an original too. It was like the thing thing from outer space made by Howard Hawks. Oh, the original movie. Yeah, yeah, and that was like like the fifties though. Yeah, yeah, and that's like that's like a more of a standard like B movie. Yeah, from that era like where classic it's uh, like a bunch of scientists and a weird monster, mm-hmm. like a dude in a suit, and then they're like, ah, yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, I kind of want to watch it though. Yeah, I've seen like some clips from it. Looks like. It looks like a very different style of movie. Yeah. Um, you know, just one of those more classic B-movie things. Yeah. Um, just, you know, it's fine. Um, yeah, the John Carpenter movie is much more similar to the novella, which which I read after our our viewing of this. Mm-hmm. Um, all the character names are pretty much the same, and, like, a lot of the same things happen. Yeah. Um, where they, except, you know, the Norwegian camp is cut out, but... You know, they find it, and then they cut it open, and then they're like, oh, it's not actually dead. Yeah. And then it kind of takes them over. But it um does talk much more explicitly about, like, it asks questions about, like, what the thing actually is and whether or not, like, when you're assimilated into the thing, like, do you even know? Because yeah. it's a perfect copy of, of who you are. Yeah, which um, is kind of touched on in the it's, movie. It is much more, it's subtly touched on um in the movie. But it's, like, not really what the movie is about, which, again... Uh, I like that sort of, I enjoy sci-fi that is unassuming sci-fi, that is about something other than, like, what are the mechanics of this science fiction creature? And mm-hmm. There are aliens, that changes our world. It's more mm-hmm. like, oh no, it's a panicked, you know, uh, survival right. so there's paranoia. A couple, yeah, there's a couple main things going on in this movie, I think. Um, the first is, like, sort of, uh, the immediate falling apart of trust in the group where you know they realize kind of what's going on and then they realize that any one of them could be the thing yeah and they don't know if there is another thing like kind of wandering around still uh and so they're like they don't no one trusts anyone and they start behaving irrationally they start behaving irrationally because they're like kind of going stir crazy yeah Um, and they're in Antarctica in like the winter time, so it's very, very cold, and everyone is upset. And um, so there's that, which is, you know, probably the most interesting part of the film. Yeah, um, it's just how quickly and how drastically they all fall apart. Yeah, um, which is made more interesting by like they're kind of a weirdly disparate group of people. Yeah, like as opposed yeah. to like Alien, in which they were pretty key, or I mean, pretty. Uh, clear groups of mm-hmm. people that yeah. were kind of banded together. Right. Like, I don't know that there were there yeah. was that really in this. Like, they seemed no, like... No, they seemed more just like they're all sort of loners. Yeah. Um, In Alien, you know, the mechanics were, like, friendly with each other and yeah. stuff like that. And Like, like the command crew was kind of... The com- yeah, the command the crew group. was kind of, like, you know, there's that, there's that family table yeah. sort of... In this, thing. it's like only McCready and uh, the scientist guy, not the doctor, but mm-hmm. the sciencey guy. Mm-hmm. Like they seem like the best of friends, the closest of friends. Yeah. But that's not really saying all that much, right? Um, and so that's why when they do start like not trusting each other, it falls apart so quickly because they just never had like a very strong like bond to begin with. Yeah, they're just sort of all there to you know do whatever work that they had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since like. You know, there were, like, the biologist-type people, and then 
like McCready and one of the other characters are just pilots that are just there to like yeah bring people around when they need to go places. Um, yeah, that explains why McCready is so grumpy too. Yeah, I didn't. He's, you know, he's he's just that. you know getting a paycheck. Yeah, and it's cold and he's yeah. like kind of shitty. Yeah, I'd read that uh, originally his backstory is going to be he was like uh, discharged from Vietnam for mm. some reason mm-hmm. and like disgruntled because of that. Mm. I don't remember if they'd filmed it or if it was all. Like just script based, right? Just like kind of extra stuff for the actors yeah. or for Kurt Russell or yeah. whoever. That would have like been treat him interesting or <laughs> it would have been interesting. I think mm-hmm. wouldn't really yeah. add to much, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, so you have you have that the whole mistrust thing with within the group, and then you have the sort of larger um, scale message of like it's sort of a movie. I I think of the thing as sort of representing not just like one external threat but like any external threat. So because it's like this shape-shifting monster, mm-hmm. you can sort of you can sort of say it's it's any threat like environmental or political or, you know, uh yeah. And it's a case study on how humans react right. to and how yeah, exactly. a change in a scenario. Right. And uh yeah, that we kind of devolve and start Nipping at each other's yeah, we're not super good at dealing with um, the unexpected. Dealing with the unexpected, especially when it's like horrifying. Yeah. Um. So, like that in particular, like the fact that the alien, the thing, is so disgusting and awful. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Kind of adds to that whole feeling. Yeah. Is there a point to why they don't call it an alien? Like, they very pointedly refer to it as the thing or this thing or that thing. I think it's because it's—I mean, I don't know. Um, I would say that it's just because it's so far out of, like, you know, their grasp and understanding Yeah. Um, that they're just like, this thing, because it is, like, yeah. just a disgusting thing. Yeah. Um, and, like, especially when they first see it as, like, the, the dual-headed person that's, like, fused together or whatever. Yeah. There were a lot of great uh, horrified reactions for that. Yeah, yeah. Cause just because that puppet is so great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it was that's just a model. Right? Yeah, it's a model, but yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Again, the effects are really good. Just, yeah. uh, just very gross. Yeah, super gross. Also, uh, yeah, we get a lot of good uh, barrels of gasoline exploding in this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Explosions and. Yeah. Because, of course, they just explode like that. Yep. Yeah, I mean, everything's filled with gasoline. Movie magic. It'll explode. Yep. Um, yeah. I like that the design of the thing is very alien in that it literally has uh, different biological functions than us. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always fun. It's yeah. you know kind of easy for, again, a dude in a suit. Mm-hmm. Just to play like a humanoid type thing, right? Um, but this was a very different type yeah. of monster. Yeah, yeah. Even cool. like even like Alien, which came out several years before um, the yeah. thing, like it, two years. Yeah, it's it has like you know it's definitely alien in form, but you can see that it's a dude in a suit, mm-hmm. um, which is not like inherently bad. It's yeah. just you know. I think um, the novella, you know, talks about how the thing can turn into anything that it has previously turned into. Yeah. And so that's why it has, like, all these different, like, spidery legs or, like, tentacles or dog mm-hmm. heads or whatever. Um, and I know John Carpenter, like, explicitly didn't want to make a dude in a suit movie. Yeah. Um, so that's why they were like, yes, we'll make this disgusting, like, creature that has like it's like impossible to describe it's just tentacly and gross yeah um sort of reminds me of the description of uh it in stephen king's it yeah like they're like um the description is like oh it's beyond human comprehension Mm -hmm. um and the closest thing is like a spider yeah and so in the tv movie like from the the 90s or whenever yeah it's, it's like just, just a, a spider big spider yeah that they like punch with rocks and it <laughs> and it dies that's pretty good <laughs> they like push it over <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah this thing is sort of like a spider too like when the yeah, head bits falls yeah, the off head, that the was head cool falls off and then the spider legs kind of like yeah 
creak out, crunch out, yeah. gross away. sound effects in this movie too. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the sound of, like, in this movie uh, is, is yeah. wonderful. People stirring uh, macaroni and cheese around, yeah, which is like the grossest sound. A lot of like, yeah, a lot of like, a lot of that cracking of bones mm-hmm. as it as it turns from one thing to another. Yeah, um. yeah. I mean, the worst best effect was when the dog's head splits open. Oh yeah. And then the skull falls out. Yeah, that's that's so great. It's so so cool cuz like how did they do yeah. that? Like Yeah. Like yeah, they built I a didn't thing know how they that, did. Like, that, a lot like, of these effects again why they hold up so well is that right. I legit have no idea how they yeah. did these. And like the the guy who is like in charge of it, or at least like one of the guys was like yeah. he's like 21 years old. And yeah, it's like 22. the first 21 or 20 yeah he's like the first thing he's done is is this like masterpiece yeah. of 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 like models and like yeah it's just like he had to be hospitalized during the production of the film did he yeah for exhaustion oh really that's, that's yeah. not that's not surprising i mean i know that they brought on um someone else to help yeah and that person declined uh credit too oh really whoever they brought on yeah he said like yeah no it's all this guy mm-hmm. i just like came in here There's someone else who's like out. I remember reading about it, but I don't remember who it actually was. But I know he was like famous for doing other stuff. Yeah. Um, before and prior and since. Yeah. Um, Has this uh, special effects guy done anything else? This main guy? I don't know. Hmm. I don't remember what that guy's name is either. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's what happens. This is not a professional podcast. We're yeah. not here to. We're not here to. Inform yeah, we're not anyone. experts. We're uh. We're just some schmucks sitting in a room. Yep. A very hot ones. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you think of the music in this movie? It was good. It's very John it was, Carpenter. Uh, yeah, but it actually wasn't him. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, Ennio Mor- Morricone. Yeah, I really like uh, Ennio Morricone. What He's really good. He done? Uh, like a bunch of westerns, spaghetti mm-hmm. westerns, Sergio mm-hmm. Leone movies. Mm-hmm. It's like Once Upon a Time in the West is one uh-huh. of my favorites. Uh, but then also the Man with No Name trilogy mm-hmm. with. Uh, and we also did the Hateful Eight. Yeah. Oh, but I think there's actually. He used unused uh, yeah. music from the thing in right, the Hateful right. Eight. I mean, I heard that Carpenter like, like helped with it. Um, Did he? Yeah. I saw that uh, like the studio didn't ask Carpenter to do the music, and mm-hmm. so they hired somebody. Mm-hmm. And Carpenter just like said to Morricone, "Like, yeah, could you like do a score like mine?" And Morricone's yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm Italian, sure, pepperoni." Right. It was very. I mean, it's very similar to the score from Escape from New York. Um. Just yeah, like it's very minimalistic, kind of. and like yeah. just in general, like the main theme of the thing is so great. And I had yeah. it stuck in my head for like two days afterwards. It's just like bomb, bomb. Oh yeah, that was good. Also bom, very Jaws like. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, it was good. I yeah, I don't know. Nothing to write home for, home about for me. Um, <laughs> just like it, it was appropriate in the time, but I right, like right. I'm not gonna go out and listen to the soundtrack. No, yeah, I mean it's not. Um, yeah, there's a lot not... of rising strings, like the strings just going. Mm-hmm. Right, as like dramatic stuff is happening. Yeah, uh, that was fun, I guess. Yeah, I think I think the the score of this movie is works just so well with like how what the tone the movie is going for. Yeah. And that, like, it doesn't, like, kind of over-trump anything that the actors are doing or anything that, um, you know, the movie is trying to show you. Yeah. And, it like, it's just, like, there, kind of. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It adds to the, that this is very much not a blockbuster movie. Yeah, even though Which it is had, like, a blockbuster budget. <laughs> yeah. For, oh, like, did the it? Time. I think it had a, I think it had a pretty sizable budget. Okay. Um, And then it did terrible. And then... Yeah. I mean, the budget was fifteen million dollars. Yeah, and the box office was only nineteen point six in yeah. North America. But, um, yeah. Okay, yeah, so it's pretty. John bad. Carpenter apparently said, um, "What's the guy? What's the guy's name?" Mor- Ennio Morricone. Yeah, um, Morricone did all the orchestrations and recorded for me twenty minutes of music I could use wherever I wished, but without seeing any footage. I cut his music into the film and realized that there were places, mostly scenes of tension, in which his music would not work. I secretly ran off and recorded in a couple of days a few pieces to use. My pieces were very simple electronic pieces. It was almost tones. It was not really music at all, but just background sounds. Something today you might even consider as sound effects. Yeah. So, like, yeah. They just like he just like slapped it together. Yeah. 
And like he yeah. seems like exactly that type of guy, though. Right. Yeah. I mean, now Carpenter like doesn't make any movies. He just goes around yeah. and he. Like, Is there does a reason concerts. for that? Has he said like? I mean, I think he just got really disillusioned with like Hollywood in general. Yeah. Um. It seems like I mean I know the thing is his favorite of his movies. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. Um, and like it just did so terribly, like in the box office, and like yeah. Roger Ebert like like just absolutely it. panned it. Did you yeah. read that review? Of I it? didn't read the whole review. I, I yeah. read like ex- excerpt. The excerpt and how yeah. it's like like yeah. teenagers will dare each other to like yeah. <laughs> to watch this movie to see who can watch the movie yeah. or something like that. Which uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't disagree. <laughs> it's just like weird to me that it never caught on. Like the way that uh, you know Friday the Thirteenth or like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I mean and that type of stuff, and just like this is gross, we're gonna go see this gross stuff. Yeah, I mean it's not as fun as those movies. Yeah. Um there are no ladies in it. There's also no TNA. Yeah, which is like, you know, what I think is fine. Yeah. Like it would be weird if they shoehorned a a woman into this yeah. movie. Which, I mean, they could have. Yeah, it wouldn't be shoehorned necessarily. It's just like female scientists exist. Yeah, so they could Do have they? had one. That's news to me. Just kidding. I'm not a massage. There was at least guys. one. Please. I'm sure there was one. Yeah, uh, Marie Curie. Yeah, she, she was, was probably dead by that. She point. was probably done by then. They could have brought her back. Though. Yeah, She's yeah, like but there's like no women. Yeah. There's only one female. And it's the voice of Chess Wizard. Yeah. And Kurt Russell destroys her. Uh, I think that was uh, John Carpenter's wife. It was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Checkmate. 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 Cheating bitch. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. So good. <laughs> and, uh, like, it's just so silly. But, yeah, I mean, in general, this movie is not, it's not a fun film. Yeah. Um, it's not like, you know, like slasher horror movies with, like, the blood spraying everywhere. Yeah. It's just. And it. And again, on Blockbuster, in that there's not one big, really, end battle all that much. Yeah. It's they, pretty much slow burn through and through. Right. Yeah. There's no, like, the final confrontation is, like, you know, half a minute long or something. Yeah. And there's that, no, like, like knockdown, drag out battle. No. Yeah. There's no, there's, there's not even really a moment where you're like, hooray. Yeah. I mean, kind of. He throws a stick of dynamite at him. It's very, like, kind of. And you're not necessarily rooting for Kurt Russell either, because like, it's kind of unclear whether or not he is the thing. Right. So yeah, he could have just been the thing the whole time and not known. Yeah, and played the long game somehow. Yeah. Although it felt like, and the other thing I enjoyed about the design of the thing is that it was very um, instinctual or animalistic, mm-hmm. kind of very basic survival yeah it like tries cost. to blend in as much as possible yeah. and then but only whenever it's threatened right which is why the blood scene works so well right it's when they take the blood and he yeah. puts the hot so yeah whatever the yeah. idea is he'll that, test for yeah. the thing um and he'll he's like kurt russell is like okay i saw the little head how like, he puts that together i, have I no saw idea. the head of their friend yeah uh, like scurry away like it was trying to survive um so maybe everything every part of this thing is like has enough like sentience or consciousness to try to survive yeah and so it'll it'll try to escape from a hot needle yeah so i'm gonna take some blood from every one of you why wasn't it panicking when he cuts them because it's not like a a total threat right because like the it seemed like that the thing itself like like, the whole okay. organism knows it's not in danger. Yeah. But each individual cell does not. Okay. And so, like, it holds it together for long enough. And also, you know, until until the little cells in the, the blood cells in the Petri disc. fully dying? Betray them uh-huh. by, like, freaking out. So, basically, he takes blood from everyone, heats up, like, a bit of copper wire yeah. with the flamethrowers that they have. Yeah, um, smart plan. And then... Yeah, right. so first, I don't understand how he puts that together, which, like, uh, whatever. I don't really yeah. care that much. But then, when it finally comes to go time, mm-hmm. nobody can get their goddamn flamethrower to work. Yeah, yeah. they. Which they, was part hilarious, I mean, like, part just like, come on, guys. Well, Like, you had one I, job. Kurt Russell's is, like, probably on, like, the low, like, setting, so that it'll heat up the thing. Yeah, I suppose. And so he has to do something to, like... Yeah. Get it all, but it takes him like a full five minutes. It takes him a long time to get it set up, and yeah. in, in, in the meantime, the thing eats one of his friends, yeah. who he had confirmed was not a monster. Yeah, and then, um, and then it, as it's turning into a monster, he he burns him, and then he 
he runs through the the the, yeah. door, the wall of the of and the also that he shouldn't have strapped the three of them to that one couch. I mean, he wanted to strap them to something so they couldn't run away. I mean, I yeah. guess he could have just tied them up on the floor. They should have been individual chairs or something. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think they had a ton of rope. Like they didn't I have suppose. like enough separate rope. Again, it know. doesn't break. Like, I think it's, it doesn't ruin anything. I think for it me. makes it that just, scene. Uh, yeah, it's more a great exciting. scene because I like. Yeah, I like when uh, that guy starts vibrating. What's his name? Uh, I don't remember. He's not the scientist, is he? No, he's not the scientist. He's like just some other random guy. Uh, is that? But anyways, he starts vibrating on that couch, right? Like right as soon as he touches the blood, and then like mm-hmm. he like starts to like convulse, and things start come right. stuff so co- he, starts coming out yeah, of him. The thing is realizes it's cornered, and yeah. then it like kind of break breaks out and tries to escape yeah. again. Gross. Yeah. Uh, but well done. Yeah, it's like it's like just kind of shaking, and they're like, yeah. "What the hell?" And then it like cuts cuts to like Kurt Russell trying to fuck with his flamethrower. Yeah, and then, and then it cuts back, and it's just like this face is melting off, and it's like yeah. bleeding. Yeah, ah, it's, so cr- it's so is cool. he the guy who does? I think my favorite stunt was the walking through the wall person on wasn't fire. Wasn't that um? Wasn't that Windows the guy who gets bitten a bunch? Or no, it was the other guy. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, was. no, I think it was Windows, because Windows has the other flamethrower. Yep, Windows has the other flamethrower. And he gets and he attacked gets, by this guy. He gets attacked by this guy and gets his head bitten a bunch. Yeah. Um, and then he gets uh, and then he starts, like, gets turning lit up by Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yep, Kurt Russell yeah. flames him up. Yeah, I loved that stunt. I right, mean, yeah. Fire stunts are just, right. like, it was, it was so a lot cool, of fun. but also like, so dicey. He just dicey. runs through this thing, and yeah. it's made of, like, like a centimeter or like or less of like yeah. particle board. I mean, just yeah, drywall. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, that James Bond uh, in Casino Royale when he just bursts through that door. Right. In the parkour scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just like that. Yeah, it's exactly. It's that. exactly like that. That's where the people in Casino Royale got the. They idea. probably did get they it. They watched from there. this they're like the thing. They watched the thing and they're like, oh, they're like, wait, it doesn't make it. sense for James Bond to be on fire. Okay, we're just gonna walk through the drywall. Yeah. How do we get James Bond out of the situation? Yeah. He'll just escape through the drywall. Yeah, yeah, I love, yeah, I love people on fire stunts because they're just like they're in a suit, obviously, right? And they're walking like so they don't light their face on fire. And right. It just looks super goofy. Yeah, but also great. So much. Yeah, fun. they're wonderful. Yeah, um, a lot of fire in this movie. Yeah, yeah, they have the flamethrowers to like, um, in the in the novella they have it to like de-ice the airplane. They don't have helicopters in mm-hmm. thirty-eight, but they have an airplane, um, that. That McCready flies Kurt Russell's character in the movie, but so they have the flamethrowers to de-ice the plane. So I'm assuming they have the flamethrowers for this similar reason, or just to melt the ice in general, just for shits and giggles. Yeah, just 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 for the hell of it. Um, yeah, I enjoyed them uh, going Molotov cocktailing every room as they leave. Yeah, as they as they, Kurt Russell and uh, two other characters, they they're like, okay, well, we're not going to survive, so we might as well try to k- be sure we kill this thing. Yeah. Um. So then they they take Molotov cocktails and they throw them in each room of their research station. Yeah. To like burn it down, and then they go into the weird ice cavern mm-hmm. storage room where the that's filled with like chairs and cabinets that are all beat up for some reason, and the yeah. generator. It's a very oh, yeah. strange set. Oh yeah, the downstairs, like yeah, yeah the basement, the basement which area, which was enormous. It was enormous, and it was it was just a really weird set. It had so much like random shit in it. Yeah, it also had the thing that I love, which is a uh, like crusted on ice slash snow effect. Yeah, which yeah. looks a lot like you know, um, like flame retardant, mm-hmm. white flame retardant everywhere. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, it looks like um, powdered sugar. Yeah, that too. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. fun effect. Decent uh, snow effects slash real snow, maybe. Yeah, I think like, they it didn't were f- look too they terrible. Filmed... They filmed in Canada. Yeah, they filmed in up. Canada. So there I'm... were people who went and uh, found the original filming location. Oh, really? And stole yeah helicopter parts. Oh, assholes! Yeah, well, I mean, didn't that? I mean they left them there? Oh, okay. I mean it's like uh, you know tat- Tatooine, the Tatooine sets mm-hmm. in uh, where are they? They're not in Jordan, but they're in like. Some random country, and like people go there and mm-hmm. like steal stuff and write on uh, little huts walls because they didn't take any of that stuff down. Mm-hmm. Which is like that's not great. Movies, I think you could do better. Tear down your sets, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably don't burn them to ash first. But okay, I figured out who the effects artist was. It was yeah. Rob Bottin. Okay, and yeah, he did. Uh, 
He worked on the thing. He also did the fog. That was also John Carpenter. Yeah, and you haven't he worked, seen that. I've not. He okay. also worked on RoboCop, Total Recall, and Basic Instinct, hmm. and on Seven and Fight Club. No way. He so in, this uh, dude is he got in with Verhoeven. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. the RoboCop um, did he effects not, are, he, are very yeah also very, good very too. Uh, gory and yeah. Yeah, I like those better though because they weren't uh, alieny. Like I don't sure. like. So the other thing is, I enjoy uh, Starship Troopers as a movie. Uh huh. I do not like those aliens. Those aliens are terrible. They're looking. unappealing to me. The, I think well, they look fine. I mean, have you seen it recently? Like, yeah, they look like terrible. Past five years, really? Do they? I yeah. don't know that they the look. The CG that looks terrible. real bad. I think. Well, yeah, the CG parts, yeah. But I mean, like when they're real, uh, actual models and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they look fine. They look okay then. But, like, when they're all doing stuff, they look kind of Yeah, bad. like a big, like, horde or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, the big bug, the big brain alien looks pretty terrible, I think. Mm, okay. I'll take your <laughs> yeah, word for it, I guess. You'll have to rewatch it. Yeah. And then, co- and then get back to me. I watched it not uh, pretty recently. I, mean, I watched it. A couple of years? I watched it, like, a couple months ago. Mm. I got you beat there. Okay. Sure. Rewatch it. Yeah. I mean, it's still a great movie. Yeah. Just the bug monsters look kind of gross. What effects were in uh oh I suppose the kills in uh basic RoboCop? instinct? Oh, no, basic, basic instinct. instinct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean RoboCop is filled with all of this stuff. Yeah. The blasting of uh the hand? Yeah, and the head and everything. Yeah. <laughs> his legs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his entire body. Yeah. Yeah, again, so that is one movie that I saw the I've seen the original and mm-hmm. uh saw the remake and the remake is in comparison a totally different, terrible movie. And by yes. itself is a terrible movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just do your our point about uh, Yeah, I mean, that happens thing. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's another <laughs> totally separate movie that yeah. was great when it when the original came out and then mm-hmm. we tried to remake it. Yeah. And it, I mean it's it has interesting parts, I think. I think like the design of RoboCop, like it looks better because I mean, it's, it's not sleeker and it's cooler sleeker and cooler of. looking. But I mean, it also I mean the rest of the movie was just so bland and kind of yeah, generic, boring. Um, it had no satire. Yeah, just like the fun part of RoboCop. Yeah, I mean it's like kind of the entire point of RoboCop. This entire entire point of Verhoeven in general. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Do you think any of our our, our friends will uh, watch this movie? The ones that didn't watch it with us? Uh, I don't know. Unlikely. Yeah, I I told one of our friends to watch it, and I think you will. Yeah, but in general, I wanted to have. I mean, people... it's just not a crowd pleasing movie. No, I wanted people to watch this because, um, for one, I couldn't think of another movie. I had another movie planned out, and yeah. then I forgot what it was, and then I couldn't remember, and I was like, meh. Just watch the thing. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I w- originally wasn't going to because we had just watched Alien, and the movies are... Pretty similar. They're sort of similar in, like, basic themes and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And, like, it's like, oh, it's a group that's isolated. There's an external threat. Yeah. That's fun. Sort of horror movie-esque stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, they're very, very, very different films, and so I don't think, like, you could watch alien and then watch the thing and be like oh these movies are too similar like i feel like i just watched this just because like i think the thematically they're similar but like have different enough stuff like there's never any like sigourney weaver is never like i don't i don't know if i can trust people i mean she can't trust you know bilbo yeah but (laughs) but like you know everyone else you know that she never she doesn't think she can't trust bilbo until she turns out that yeah it's not about uh yeah everybody turning on each other right Um, yeah yeah, it's more of a very clear external threat as opposed mm-hmm. to an internal threat. Right. Uh, which is also, yeah, so the thing doesn't delve into body horror, really. No. No. Um, it's more paranoia about each other as opposed to yourself. Right, and then um, something disgusting happens. But, like, yeah. but it's so, it changes, it, it changes from, like, you know, the people that are turning into the th- the true form of the thing. Like, it never looks like they're... They don't change personality or... in any way. Right. They're not different people because they've been taken over by the thing. Right. Which is, like, part of what, again, it would make it a different movie, mm-hmm. but I think I would be more interested in that type of movie. Like, somebody starts acting weird, 
because they're turned into the thing. Like if the thing so, had some sort so of like invasion of the, to it. the body snatchers. I guess. I mean, I haven't seen that, but like that. Yeah. I mean, I've you know, Star Trek has done this before. Right. Uh, yeah, I think it. I don't know. I think it would kind of defeat the purpose, though. And that, yeah. like, they'd be like, "Hey, that dude's acting weird." Yeah. And, like the whole point is that the thing is like an absolute perfect copy, and so you don't like. Yeah. The it you don't even know that you are the thing. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. My problem, and it's not really a problem. It's just a taste thing. Is that mm-hmm. I don't know that there is all that much of a moral to this story. Like, it feels like a very um. <clears throat> simple sort of like there's not any moralistic choice that anybody needs to make all that much um you know what i mean they like, kind of make a choice right they make a choice that like they're gonna give up trying to survive and they're like we need to take we're gonna yeah. like we're done living we but need that, to make like, sure that this yeah th- but that didn't feel so much of, dies. of the point of the movie though no not really it's just like something that happens yeah. they like kind of realize that they can't you know, yeah, like that's on. a part of my problem with slasher movies is that it's not so much about the psychology of the killers mm-hmm. all that much. It's more about these more people about the are people. all going to die and who's going to be the last person to survive, which is fine, but it's just like not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, again, but then it is traded off with this is a very visually interesting movie. Right. Uh, well shot, well directed. Yeah, there's a um, lot of really cool like effects are again uh, just incredible right like i think the colors of the movie are really cool like holding the flares and it's like throwing up all these like purples and reds and then yeah like the cold ice is like blue and like yeah pretty colorful actually not so bland like that was my other thing about looking at the pictures of the remake of the thing is it looked so bland and boring yeah yeah they they Um, didn't do anything interesting with it yeah um Famously, they had a bunch of like practical effects and models and stuff that they were going to use, mm-hmm. and then some person involved was like, "Nope, go to the CG." Yep. Some genius. And then it looks terrible. Like you watch any clip of it on YouTube, and it it's just like a cutscene in a video game, but worse. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to rate this bad boy? This movie is a ten out of ten for me. All right. I I really really I think for me I I really enjoy this movie and I also think that it was a movie that John Carpenter has his fingerprints all over it yeah and like he wanted to make like this is exactly the movie that he wanted to make yeah. and like maybe looking and like it sounds like he is really happy with where it ended mm-hmm. even though it like did terrible at the box office and like everyone hated it when it came out and yeah. only recently or like you know as it's gone as time has passed people are yeah, like it's oh, become a cult movie, classic this movie has like got some interesting things yeah um and so that like that really makes it perfect for me is that yeah. like you know he has no problems with it and like if he were given the chance to remake it he would have just I don't think. Well, I mean, he wouldn't remake it now, but you know, if you could he could send him back in time. Anything, yeah, even though it was, even if he had a chance, right? Even though it was like you know, everyone hated it. Yeah, yeah. To you? Uh, yeah, for me, I'm gonna give it an eight. Wow, that's much higher than I I thought. Yeah, would just because it. it's such a solid movie. Yeah, like in terms of movie making, there's nothing that uh, there's nothing inherently doesn't wrong, work. I think. Yeah, there's nothing that is like goofy or. Mm-hmm out of place that yeah i mean it feels very cohesively this mm. is a very much what was set out to be made right uh just like those two points off are just not i don't yeah i don't i don't have an inclination to watch it again sure and yeah. i don't really have an inclination to go out and see the rest of this director's oeuvre in any way oh uh-huh. um so you're not you're not you're not into you don't want to watch into the mouth of madness with me no not really I'm surprised you haven't watched more John Carpenter, though. Yeah, uh, it's one of those things where um, I really enjoy this movie, but you kind of have to get yourself in the right mindset. Yeah. Like, it's... And um, also, yeah. No one else that I know really likes these movies all that much. I mean, I liked... I did like, and I liked it more, uh, Escape from New York. Right, and I, I mean that's want to watch very... Escape from L.A. Even though it's terrible. Yeah. yeah, Escape from New York is a much different film. Yeah. Um, but like it, this this movie, the thing, and there's like two others. Halloween, the, the fog. No, there's like 
um into the mouth of madness and one other movie where john carpenter has like his it's like his apocalyptic trilogy oh okay um and those are the t- two movies i mean i can't even remember the second one but yeah that i want to watch more than even like halloween yeah because um, i it just sounds interesting um but yeah and it's just like you kind of have to get yourself in the right mindset yeah and like you know eventually i'll get around to it there's a lot of movies that i want to watch that yeah that i just don't have like the mental energy <laughs> to like sit down and watch them yeah um and also like when i've watched this the first time it was like i think it was free on amazon prime it was like last mm-hmm. year and so that's why I decided to watch it. It's like why I watched uh, Escape from New York. It was also free on Amazon. Yeah. For a little while. Um, yeah. They're not easy to find. No. I mean, they're old. I mean, and streaming anyway. They're old and they're not like beloved. Yeah. You know. I mean, there are people that love these movies, but. Yeah. Those are the people who uh, bought every single edition of the VHS or DVD. Right. The Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. This movie right. is 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 really good in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, so if you like but it's uh, also what do you uh if you had to if if people are looking to what after, type of people do you think will like this? I if mean, they like other films. Is this comparable to anything? I have not seen anything quite like it where yeah. like it like the creatures the, the thing is just so horrifying and gross. Yeah. And like the the effects are so great and like disgusting. Yeah. Um. It, I mean, it's not like a scary film. I don't think. And so, like saying like, oh, if you're a fan of horror, go watch this movie. Yeah. Um. I it's like it has there t- aren't any jump scares at all. There's are that there? one. Um. With the blood. Oh where they yeah. Do the, the thing and like okay, it jumps yeah. out. Yeah. Kinda. But that's not really like. It's not scary. Yeah, nobody's like surprised around any corners or anything. Right, yeah. It's not like it's not like there's ever any moment where like you're afraid for Kurt Russell. Like, yeah. He, he just kinda does Kurt Russell things and you're like, he's such a badass, he'll yeah. He'll survive anything. Yeah. And then like, But also like it doesn't seem to care to survive all that much. Yeah, yeah. He's just so like nonchalant. Yeah. Almost as much as Snake Plissken, but not quite. Yeah. Um yeah, it's it's hard to pin down who this movie is like actually for. Uh-huh. I would say, um, obviously, it's like a really well made film. Yeah, and so like if you're a fan of like other John Carpenter things, like yeah. if, or Kurt Russell even like Kurt Russell is Kurt Russell in this movie. It's great. Yeah. He's peak Kurt Russell. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's the other thing is like I don't know that it's that iconic and that like no, people yeah. have taken from this in any way or it has influenced a lot of people. Just like for yeah. one, I don't know that these any type of movie like this has really been made uh since mm-hmm. and also yeah i mean i don't know that there's that much to except for the effects which i mean were taken sort of yeah but like you know they they stole the score a little bit and threw yeah. it in hateful eight i mean kind of yeah there was one unused thing that they they took from it yeah yeah i mean that's technically correct the best type of crime. yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it is tough to nail down like what type of person would like this. Um, you kind of ha- just have to be like, you could like definitely watch this movie and be like, this is terrible, or you could watch it and be like, this is great, and then rewatch it and be like, what is happening? Just because yeah. like it does take like a certain mindset mm-hmm. um, to get into. Um, yeah, especially like if you didn't love it the first time. Yeah, first time I didn't hate it though. I mean, yeah. I was. Fully engrossed. Yeah, I mean it's an engaging film. Yeah, I think like the pacing is really solid. Yeah. Like things are happening and like, but it's not like they're not happening like quickly. You know, it's not like it's not like, you're not yeah, getting like whiplash really. Yeah. Um, Again, there's no like big battle at the end that lasts half an hour. Right. It just yeah. is all a slow burn. Like Literally, they're just doing everything slowly just, burns down. Yeah, they're just doing things. Yep. Kurt Russell does things. The movie. Yep. Yeah. Right. See, I'll be interested to see if anyone else shows up for this discussion, or we just have to cancel it because no one will. I mean, we're not going to cancel. I'm going to show up. Yeah, at least. And if we've already talked about, it. like, we talked about it like after we watched yeah. the movie, and maybe I'll have thought of more stuff. Yeah, I just like, and yeah, that was I like haven't thought of much to say about this movie. Yeah, I mean, we we talked for a while. Yeah, I mean, we talked for a long while, mostly yeah. about other stuff, but eh, that's fine. 
No one's listening anyways. Yeah. Um, I mean, literally right now, nobody's listening. Because <laughs> we're not doing this live. Right. So do you have the next movie planned out? Uh, No. Oh, shit. Yeah, I should have done that. Your turn. Hang on. Hang on. It's your turn, you son of a bitch. Wait, I have a list. Vamp, Kevin. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited because I think... Th- my, my, my hope for this movie... I picked a movie that... um The first movie I picked for our movie club uh, was The Witch. And one of our friends watched about five minutes of it and then turned it off because something horrifying happened. Um, which I thought wasn't even that big of a problem. Uh, so I was, my hope was to get this person to watch at least 20 minutes of the film. So yeah. I think the dog kennel scene is about 20 minutes in, and I think she'll probably get to that point and yeah. then and then turn it off, and neither of them will show up to the discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. But, yeah. uh, what do you got? Let's see. Have you watched Casablanca? I don't remember. I might have watched it in... I took a film class in college. Yeah. I don't remember if we watched that movie or not or just okay. talked about it. But sure, we could watch that movie. Wait, hang on. I have other I have other options here. Okay, okay. Go th- run through it. Uh Outlaw King. I have not even heard of that. Uh Dr. Zhivago. I've heard of that, but I have not seen it. Okay. Is that Hitchcock or not? No, that's David Lean. David Lean. Yeah, he did uh Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Bridge yeah. over the River Kwai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've oh, wait, seen both seen... of those movies. Oh, yeah? Okay. Both of them, I was very bored. Really? Okay. Lawrence of Arabia was a goddamn it's super slog. long and slow. and I mean, it's got to be like, it's like four hours or something. Yeah, it's like 3.45. It's really long. Yeah. I don't even... <sighs> yeah. All right. I just... To be uh... fair, I watched both of those movies when I was like 13. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's not... All right. Uh, Foxcatcher. Um, I have not seen that movie. Okay, I haven't seen that in a long time. Um, and I think you would like it. All right, who let's do Foxcatcher. Who directed that one? Uh, that was directed by the guy who directed Moneyball. Can't remember his name right now. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, like Brett or Reese or um, <laughs> or Steve or yeah or. Or uh hang on. It's coming to me. I'm I'm still thinking. Or or Bennett Miller. Yeah, there we or... go. Or <laughs> Yep, it's Bennett Miller. Because <laughs> you right. liked uh, Moneyball, right? I did like Moneyball, right. yeah. Yeah, let's do Foxcatcher. Sure. Again, very uh a dark and depressing movie. Good. But you didn't like my upbeat choice, so I mean I didn't like it because it's it's just a rom-com. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't love rom-coms. Okay. And I get kind of bored during them, just in general. All right. But, um, yeah. Yeah. F- it has Steve Carell. I love Steve yeah. Carell. Steve I love me some Cha- Channing Tatum. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo. It's yep. an all-star cast. The Ruffles. All right. We're doing Although it. Although it's a, it's a sports drama. Is it yeah. a sports drama? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be spooky. It's about wrestling. How's it going to be spooky? Someone's. I always like in sports dramas. I'm always like, who is gonna get the career-ending injury and oh, slash yeah. or die? Yeah. And I kind of like sit the whole movie on edge, like waiting yeah. for someone to get the career-ending injury mm-hmm. and slash or die. Yeah. And then so yeah, it's very it's very stressful for me. Yeah. I think it's because I watched like um remember the Titans when I was little. Oh yeah. And then someone does die or they get paralyzed or something. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, yeah, okay, paralyzed. this is just how all sports movies are. And they it all, kind of is. I mean, yeah. miracle. Isn't there a uh, no? There's no one who gets the career-ending injury in Miracle. They they win. That's an uplifting oh, yeah. movie. No, some guy has to sit it out though. Doesn't he like break his arm or something? I don't think so. I think he has to. S- they want him to sit out because he sucks, and then he's like, "No, I don't suck. I'm gonna play even better." Okay, I don't remember that movie. Maybe we should watch Miracle. <laughs> we can watch Miracle. That movie's <laughs> great. Just do, just no. watch all Kurt Russell movies. Yeah, this is just a Kurt Russell podcast now. Yep. <laughs> The Russell cast. Kurting yeah. the Russells. I think that would be terrible. Rustling up some Kurtz. I think we would end up just saying, Kurt Russell plays Kurt Russell in this one. Yeah, he really Kurt Russells it up. Although I think he's a good actor and he has like he yeah. has good range. I but. mean, he has, like, he again, it's the, uh, 
it's a Harrison Ford thing of like Harrison Ford plays a pretty Harrison Fordy character, right? But yeah. he does a good job of doing that, and they are like a little bit distinct, yeah. But they're also well done in what he does. Like he's right. a classic uh, blockbuster star, and that yeah, he's compelling when he's. I mean, on they screen. cast him for a specific reason. Yeah, like you want your movie to feel a certain, and way. he's okay doing exactly those movies all the time too. Yeah, which is yeah. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So we're doing a uh, Foxcatcher. Everybody good. out there. Everyone, all you people listening watch. to all these episodes, go Who's watch Foxcatcher for our movie club next. Uh, that would be Mel. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, I asked her and she had no idea. Yeah. So that'll be a that'll be yep. a game day decision. That'll probably for her be for something sure. out of left field yeah. for us. Right. Which will be interesting. Are we going to talk about mm-hmm. um, Xfinity War Part Two on this uh, podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We can. We'll do a special. Uh, okay. We uh, can do that. Uh, uh, what am I trying to episode? say? Yeah, special episode. Special episode. The Xfinity yep. War Part 2 episode. Yep. Talking about We do, of Avengers course, mean Endgame. Avengers yeah. Endgame. Yeah. We just keep referring it. to it as Xfinity. Because, well, <laughs> Infinity War is obviously Xfinity War, right? Did it, uh, yeah, obviously. Comcast, Avengers, is Xfinity War. Marvel's Xfinity War. And then this is Xfinity War Part 2. Yep. Naturally. Man, okay. I'm so excited for that movie. That movie's going to be fun. They just had a clip, and I was like, squee. Yeah. Uh, Old boy. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, this podcast is Chris Evans is going to die. Okay. Yeah, bye. Maybe. Spoilers. Jesus.